enjoying the show? You can help others find it and enjoy it too by giving us a five-star rating or review. If you feel like reaching out to us with a question or comment, you can send us an email at mywifetherd at gmail.com. And don't forget to visit our website at mywifethedietitian.com, as well as our social media pages. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Enjoy the show. It's Robin Sander from My Wife the Dietitian, and this is Nutrition Nuggets. Hi, Rob. Hello, Sandra. We're taking a question from a listener today. Okay. And this is a really good one. I hear this quite often. Are white vegetables like cauliflower, mushrooms, garlic considered part of the rainbow of vegetables and fruits to include every day? <laughs> That's one of those is white a color, right? Yeah. Well, it's yeah. a good question. A lot of people ask me this, actually. You get it's, that from like the the kids in the shopping tours too, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, well, white's not a color. Yeah, what, it's a what shade. about white? <laughs> no, valid question though. So, you know, because I mean, we are talking about uh, bright colors so often that, yeah, what about the white vegetables? Because there's, there's a lot of them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Name some more. Well, there's onions, cauliflower. These are all probably the ones you just said. Uh, onions, cauliflower, mushrooms, garlic. Uh, what else would there be? Like turnip. Yeah, yeah, all the root vegetables, hey, a lot of them are Exactly, white. yeah, because they're growing those, under I mean. the ground. Mm-hmm. That's right, potatoes. Oh, right, potatoes. Yeah, yeah. there's quite a few. Yeah. Hmm. We it, should have a discussion about it. <laughs> and you know, we did a whole Nutrition Nuggets on mushrooms. So that was Nutrition Nuggets number 31. We did a whole Nutrition Nuggets on potatoes, too. That's right. I remember that was a fun one. Yes, and we did one on garlic. Uh, that was a Nutrition Nuggets 10. So people can refer back to those ones for a more in-depth conversation. Perfect. Yep. Lots of info back there. And if there's something you'd like to know, like our listener here, feel free to email us. Email us your questions. That's uh, th- That gives us ideas a lot. We don't always have ideas for the show. So sometimes we rely on you guys to say, hey, I want to know about mushrooms or white vegetables or whatever. So yeah, feel free to email us like this listener did. It's uh, mywifetherd at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really good question. A lot of people think rainbow of colors and you think the blueberries, you think the pomegranate, the reds, the beets, the orange, the yellow, the purple. And there are benefits from those specifically because of the color, right? The orange from the beta carotene. Well, not specifically the orange. I just mean from colored vegetables. There's <laughs> well, I meant carrots, not is it oranges. Antioxidants or polyphenols? What? Yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah, related? exactly. Well, the color actually represents the phytochemical, mm. the plant chemical. Okay. Yeah, and it is an antioxidant. It's a polyphenol. It uh, it is like they are very powerful to help detox your body. So yeah, it's really interesting because cauliflower and garlic and turnip, they're, well, cauliflower and turnip are cruciferous vegetables. Right. Do you remember about cruciferous? I remember we've talked about them. I don't, I don't know that I could answer a specific uh, (laughs) quality that you're looking for. That's okay. Do you remember doing the one bitter foods for your bile uh, about gallbladder health? Sort of. Okay. I mean, I, same. <laughs> I remember that we did that. I don't remember specifically what uh, the information was, though. Right. And the fatty liver one, too, because 
the cruciferous are very important for our liver health and uh, okay. for our bile and foods that are a little bit bitter. It's actually um, our body's way to alert us of poisons. The bitterness is? Yeah, yeah. Huh. So, but the thing is, it also, when we eat bitter foods, it actually helps our body get in a protective mode and it has these antioxidants and it helps to get rid of the free radicals and they have these LL sulfides, which are the sulfur molecules that are super important for like anti-cancer and antioxidants, anti-inflammatory and antimicrobial. So there's all these different anti, 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 but basically they're protecting our body and it makes our our body cells stronger. This is cauliflower you're talking about or cruciferous vegetables? Cruciferous vegetables, okay. but cauliflower is part of that. Yeah, yeah. And cauliflower is so versatile. Oh my gosh. It's, uh, you think of all the different ways you can use it. Like the cauliflower rice was a, it's a big trend for people who are trying to cut down on carbs on the, in their dinners. Mm-hmm. Um, cauliflower pasta cauliflower as a pizza crust. Uh, Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then just putting it in stir fries and roasted cauliflower, like on the cookie sheet in the oven, and it gets a little bit more crystal, like more roasted and sweet. Mm, Yeah, I remember that. That's that's a tasty way. Yeah. And then just with dips, you know. it's, It's a little bland on its own. Yeah, it is. It is. But it's actually so good for us. And it is a cruciferous. So that's another reason to try to include more cauliflower. It's it's a great one. And it, it is part of the rainbow. But turnip is too. And it does have that bitter taste. So the thing with the bitter taste is humans want sweet, right? We want the sweet tastes. Mm-hmm. And so the more sweet we have, the more we want. But it's really good to have more of our the bitter foods so you think of bitter foods we did a whole episode on this but you remember coffee is bitter and dark chocolate is bitter and some of these cruciferous um, like kale and broccoli cauliflower they're bitter also and the bitter is actually quite important for our whole system of detox like our liver it helps our liver detox our blood so it's really important to have these bitter foods in the diet and kids taste buds are more sensitive than adults and so that's why a lot of kids don't like those flavors and they don't like their broccoli or they don't like the Uh, taste because it's really strong for them Hmm. but you know after eating them and getting used to them most taste buds do start to get used to the taste of the bitter food and it actually you Adapt? Adapts. Adapts and adjusts. And the taste buds actually are okay with the bitter foods if you start to eat them. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's really important. Like you were saying with kids, they'll try it and not like it. And then sometimes they'll never try it again because it will be reinforced by the parents. It's like, oh, right, you don't like Brussels sprouts or cauliflower or whatever. But, you know, just like Sandra was saying, it's really important to try to reintroduce those foods you know, over and over again, because it's potentially just their taste buds that's, you know, wreaking havoc on them not liking it. And they they will like it eventually if you keep trying. Yeah, exactly. Or they'll get used to it. 
That's right. Yeah. That's right. And um, it takes like 16 different introductions of one food to a child for them to truly decide if they like it or don't like it. And it it should be without a lot of commentary by the parents, you know, mm-hmm. just having it as part of the meal instead of saying it's good or bad or you need to eat this or, you know, the whole battle about the food around the dinner table. Yeah. Um, but that's a bit of a tangent. Uh, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. I want to get back to the listener's question and is white uh, color and mushrooms. They're a little bit different. They're not really a vegetable or an animal, um, but they, they're a fungus, right? They're mm-hmm. fungi. Well, isn't a fungi, a, is that not considered a plant? I guess it's a different variation of a plant, right? It's a different living thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I yeah, see. exactly. So it's Because it, it doesn't come from a seed, is that why? Uh, or maybe, it uh, comes from the mycelium, like it grows under the ground and it's got a whole, it's such an important part of the soil structure. But that's a whole nother topic. Yeah, I was going to say, this is a chemistry lesson here. Yeah, yeah. but your botany. Um, But anyways, in kind of most, it's referenced as a vegetable. So definitely, if you can include mushrooms more often, that would be great. However you like them, if you like them stir fried, or if you like them roasted, or you can get dried mushrooms, or even fresh mushrooms with dip. Um, however you like to eat your mushrooms. And there's lots of different types of mushrooms. What kind of mushrooms do you like? I'm just thinking of the mushrooms we've been eating lately because I discovered the... Portabella. Portabella mushrooms. I mean, I haven't discovered them. I just, I saw them in the store the other day and I'm like, I'm going to buy some. And there was two in a pack. And and I just thought, I'm going to try those for burgers because that's what they do with portabella mushrooms often is, is they make hamburgers. I'm like, let's just try that. And so I brought them home and I, I put some stuff in them. I, I whatever. Marinated with, marinated, the, yeah, with balsamic and olive oil. Olive oil and a little Worcestershire sauce and, <laughs> and some spicy sauce, a bunch of stuff, whatever kind of I found in the fridge. And oh my God, they were so good. So good. So the trick. And so meaty. I thought it was a yeah. burger. Yeah, that was weird. Eh? Like it was so meaty. They're just, oh my gosh. And I love, like I've had them at restaurants before. And the way you made it in the oven, it wasn't on the barbecue, was it? No, no, it was in the oven. Yeah, it was so good. And oh what my I gosh. did is I, well, I cooked them upside down. So the bottom side, there's this like little moat, I guess. It's like a little groove on the bottom of the mushroom there. And so I pulled them out and I loaded that up with blue cheese, like crumbled <sighs> blue cheese. And I put it back in the oven and it all just melted into that groove. And then we put it on our bun with like some spicy chili garlic sauce and some arugula, oh. not the typical like mustard and ketchup burger. It was nothing like that. But oh my god, it was just this punch of flavor, and the burgers were like moist and gourmet. Oh, they were so good. They were so good and so satisfying. Like just one burger. Yeah, yeah, just one burger was all I needed. Like it was really delicious. Yeah. So that's a new state. We have had those twice now. Yeah. And that's like a new staple for us because they were cheap. They were like four bucks for the two mushrooms. Wow. So each one was $2 and yeah, pretty cheap dinner, easy, quick to cook. Yeah. So there's a new idea for you with mushrooms. Yeah. It's kind of like a meatless Monday, right? Like to have. Well, that too. Yeah. 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 It was so good. And did you know that Portobello and Crimini are the same family? Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, we get those ones a lot too, just the smaller little yeah, mushrooms. Little guys. Yeah, they are. 
And then there's a shiitake and uh, porcini and... Oh, there's and there's a book full of mushrooms. Like yeah. there's so many. There's so many. So some, some aren't so good for eating. No, the, some of the wild mushrooms are exactly um, mm-hmm. toxic. Some will drive you crazy. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> right, right. Oh, yeah. But mushrooms are, it's so interesting, actually. Mushrooms produce vitamin D when they're exposed to sunlight. Really? Yeah. Yeah, kind of like human skin. So you could get a mushroom that has a, a low amount of vitamin D and one that has a high amount? Yes. Oh, interesting. Yes. Yeah, some huh. um, mushroom producers actually, you know what you can do? And you can actually buy these little mushroom kits. Now they're in the grocery stores too, hmm. that, to grow your own mushrooms. Remember I took that course years ago yeah, where yeah. you like the little plug, the fungi plug goes into the drills into the like this chunk, the log. Of, chunk of wood yeah, yeah the yeah exactly and then you grow mushrooms in like you just put the log back into the forest and then the mushrooms grow and you've actually seeded them basically shiitake and oyster mushrooms we had hmm. it was really good yeah they're good too yeah but the it's so interesting so people can buy those um you know the uv lights that you get for if you have a reptile as a pet Oh like yeah, the pet stores. Yeah, yeah. You could buy one of those lights. You could buy some mushrooms and put your mushrooms under those lights, and you can make vitamin D in your mushrooms before e- you eat them. Even wouldn't it have to still be in the ground, or even after you bring them home? From, like you mean, you bring them home from the store, you stick them under this light, and they're gonna grow vitamin D. Yeah, they produce vitamin D, not grow it, but... Yeah, sorry. That's okay. Really? That's... Yeah. Wow. It's so interesting. That's why they're like, it's a little bit like they're not really like a vegetable, right? They're kind of like alive almost, you know, like... A little nature sponge. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. Exactly. So it's it's so interesting. You could even put them in the sunny window. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. But yeah, mushrooms have really high amount of B vitamins, iron, they have antioxidants also. So definitely mushrooms, they're usually kind of white or brown, or actually you can get all different colors. But this listener asked specifically about mushrooms. And yes, they are definitely something to include as a white, even though white isn't in the rainbow, it's definitely a food to include. And as I mentioned too, the cauliflower, the turnip, the garlic, and onions mm-hmm. are all typically white-ish, and they all have really incredible nutritional value. Well, there you go. A little tidbit for the day. Well, thanks for sharing that. It's nice to uh, have some clarification on that, and I'm sure everyone has asked that question at one point in time or wondered. So don't forget to join our newsletter. You can sign up for that on our website, which is mywifethedietitian.com. It's a weekly newsletter we're starting, and you get all sorts of fun goodies in your email once a week from us. And And send us an email at mywifetherd at gmail.com if you have any questions or you want us to address um, a nutrition or a diet question. We'd love to hear from you. And... We love all the emails we're getting. You can also find us on social media. We're on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. And feel free to comment there as well. We love hearing your comments. Just like Sandra said, uh, that's a great place to reach out. Uh, Give us a thumbs up or a like or a happy face or something nice. Let us know that uh, you appreciate what we're doing or that you're 
learning from it or enjoying it or however it works. And don't forget to rate and review the show. That's always helpful for us and for other people trying to find a good nutrition podcast to listen to. They'll read your awesome review and they'll go, whoa, that sounds like a good one. We're going to check out Rob and Sandra. So yeah, if you can do that, that would be amazing. And we will be back next Monday as well with a full episode. So until then, have a great week, everyone. We'll talk to you on Monday. Thanks for joining us today on My Wife the Dietitian. If you like what you heard, don't be shy. Leave us a comment or review and be sure to share our podcast with your friends. If you'd like to hear more, hit that subscribe button. You can also follow us on our social media pages for updates, episode trailers, and other odds and ends. For more info and links on what we discussed on today's episode, check the show notes. We'll be back next week with another informative and fun-filled episode. Thank you.